I already have like four or five pages. I'm only on page 220, and I have like four uh, what, pages Phoenix? of notes. Yeah. I'm going to have to actually, uh, I'm going to have to cede you that point, Jake. I do believe Order may be my favorite book now. Dude, I'm telling you, Order is the shit. It, and it'll be explained in the, epi- and whenever we get to it, it get to that portion of the episode, or uh, the breakdown, or the what the fuck Potter. On the bright side, that's also when I have them actually page numbered. So if I don't remember what the fuck I'm talking about, I can go to that page of the book. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, Order of the Phoenix, that's my shit. One for the fact that Harry's, well, no. Movie Harry's a whiny piece of shit in the movie. True. Because you don't get that internal, but, nope, that's going to be, well, you know, fuck it. You don't get that internal struggle. Like true. I, you don't. Oh, that's that's. I think that's what. Like I still love the movie, but I think that's why whenever people complain about, um, when they complain about Order of the Phoenix movie, that's why is because there is a lot of like internal and like one thing like why he is so pissed off at Dumbledore for one, because mm-hmm. even in the book, in the book when they're talking when it, he's like internalizing it, he realizes that. Is that why Dumbledore isn't talking to me? Because I'm basically turned his name into mud now. Is he just secretly angry at me? And that makes him defensively angry at Dumbledore because that's Hubert. That's that's because pure Dumbledore's ego. not talking to him. Exactly because so Dumbledore's a fucking idiot. Like ah, oh, but uh, but I uh, yeah, I love that because it was the reason why he gets so angry at Dumbledore is because he was angry at himself because. Am I doing this to Dumbledore? And your ego makes you project that onto the person making you like, why Why do I feel this anger? Dumbledore, you motherfucker, why are you making me feel like this? This is your fault. It's what happens. Mm-hmm. It's the abusive boyfriend, okay? <laughs> it's your fault I'm angry, Dumbledore. No, he... I didn't hit him. I didn't hit him. He just fell down the stairs, okay? <laughs> it's And then he hit his face on a knob. It's obvious that happened. He wears high heels. <laughs> That's right, Jake. You're not the only one with a fucking noise-making piece of shit drink this time. Ah, oh, fuck. No, that just means I'm screwed. Yep. Doesn't bother me any. Jack is. Oh, well, hello and welcome to another episode of A Brother's Quarrel. That's Jake. That's Bob. Sorry about the week-long wait. It's all Jake's fault. Mm-hmm. And I'll be playing Navy next week. For and real? Then, and then Navy the week, or not Navy, but Vegas the week after. We're making an impromptu trip to Vegas. Well, shit. During Veterans Day weekend, yeah. Well, that's going to be fun trying to figure out what I'm going to do then. You'll figure it out. Well, I was thinking we could actually, I have that Monday off. So I'm thinking about just maybe driving up and hanging out Monday since you get out of work kind of early-ish. Oh, 4.30. Yeah, that's still early. I could just meet you here at like 4.30 or 5 and we can record and then I'll just go home. Well, then I have to edit as well. Oh, well. We'll figure something out. I, I am honestly of the mind, if I can't follow my pattern, I don't. I know. I'm the same it's way. It's so weird. Like, uh, what was it? A couple weeks ago when I had uh, Columbus Day off for some fucked up reason, instead of editing, mon- like, when I woke up Monday, I was like, well, technically I edit when I get off work. So, I guess I'm doing it Tuesday. It's all right. <laughs> it's all right. That's just how it goes. I'm the same way. It's just the way it is. Things will never be the same. No. Was it mama? Shit, what was that like? It's the, 
the the bit that truncates that line. It'll never change. And then there's, Let's see. there's a noun. Is it mama? No. Um, Mothra? No. Um, I don't know. Hey, that was a fun little time waster. Um, <coughs> all right, so I apologize for those of you, Mother, who do not care for our Harry Potter stuff. <laughs> mother. Seriously. No, no, no. I, that was hilarious. Uh, the other day she's like, yeah, I was listening to you. It was, you know, she listened to the next episode after the one that you brought up last episode. The Dolphins episode? Yeah, and, well, she actually listened to the Superfight episode for some reason. And it was like, yeah, I just didn't get that episode. It's like, what episode? The third one that, that where you all record is like, yeah, you mean the Harry Potter episode where I spent the whole fucking time talking about Harry Potter? You didn't get Harry... Of course you didn't get fucking Harry Potter. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. So sadly, guess what, Mom? Another one you're going to have to skip because this is all <laughs> Harry Potter again. Except, Not by design. Oh, is that what? The theater? Is that also a Harry Potter? Nice. Spoilers. But I... It was not originally supposed to be, except the super fight that I got in. It looks fun as hell, but it doesn't. It's not going to convey in a two-person podcast. It's a siege mode thing to where you build up a fortress and the other players attack it, and you have to decide who would win. This is more directly, you know, you personally choosing. So it's going to be a bit harder. I don't think I can uh, do an episode where we play that one. So we decided instead. Since our back half of the episodes, or is it a structure now, Jake? I don't know. But the back half of the episode is either going to be Super Fight or What the Fuck Potter. Or both. Yeah. The front of it, we decided to dip our toes into some of the old shit. Even though this one only had one fucking episode. Do we even have a name for the segment? Uh-huh. Um, I don't think so. Yeah, like the old fanfic theater thingy. But... But even then, we didn't do what we we're about to do. It was just no. Kind of a... That was me having Jake read a story about <clears throat> God. What was it? Malfoy kissing Snape or some I shit like that. What it was. What we're about to do is Jake has no idea what he's about to read. We're gonna do fanfic theater. A table reading of <clears throat> what is I've apparently. From the extensive Google searching that I've done, which means I was bored at work about 12 minutes before I texted you telling you what we're going to do. So your work Google searches is going to be all about Harry Potter fans. My phone. Oh, okay. (laughs) And it led me to a, uh, you know how much I can tell you that it was indeed on my phone? You guys can hear this, but you can't see it. I actually sent myself the link. (laughs) because I couldn't do it on my I couldn't save it on my phone so what we're going to do is from what I've read this is one of the most well received Harry Potter fan fictions not slash fic oh I guess you could it's it's, it has some slash slash fic to it no well it probably does along the line we're just going to do the prologue in the first chapter Jake and keep in mind dear viewers I really hope this doesn't blow up in my face because Jake has no idea what's about to happen. <clears throat> but Jake will be playing the narrator in about two... Th- we'll be playing about two, three characters apiece. Jacob, this is going to be fun. <laughs> please read. I've been looking forward to this. Do you need it bigger? <clears throat> That's what she said. No, Jake. As in, can you see it well? Yeah, I can okay, see it go. fine. Prologue. 
It had been another long day and was looking to be a long night. The Prime Minister sighed and rubbed her forehead at a uterus loss, I mean utter loss, as to what to do. For the past... Some words, I think, are gone. (laughs) For the past Britain. (laughs) (laughs) Probably decades. I'm going to say for the past 45 years, Britain had been at war. Not with the Soviet Union, not a Cold War, but a hot one. A a civil war, the likes of which was recorded by no history book. Patrick Swayze of us, as I can't remember his name. (laughs) (laughs) The Prime Minister, you wouldn't know it from the news. What? Okay. Man, somebody needs an editor. Strange deaths and murders were reported, as were bizarre natural events, but no war. That was because it was a war that, it was a war that was with guns, planes, (laughs) missiles, and tanks, but with magic. 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 Margaret Thatcher loathed magic, also penises, because they are magic. As a child, she had been fascinated by fairy tales. Or fairies. Well, and, actually, she has a bit because she tried to put them in concentration camps. That's true. And had dreamed of finding fairies or enchanted rings. But she's not a hobbit, sis. But when she'd, uh, but when she'd be found out that magic was very real. She'd be, she'd find out. <laughs> and rather nasty. Not because she's Margaret Thatcher, but just because she's nasty. She's nasty. Uh, Jake, tautology. <laughs> Her predecessor had been powerless to stop the war that had been going on since 1970, a war waged by a dark wizard named Voldemort, but whom the so-called magic insisted on referring to as you-know-who. You-know-who. <laughs> oh my god, that would, no, 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 so that would take all of his power away, Jake, if any time was like, oh, it was you-know-who. <laughs> And with a week, that motherfucker's power is gone. Like, oh, everybody's so afraid to say his name. Now they just won't say his name because you know who. You know who. <laughs> so far, Thatcher had been equally powerless to end the war. Imagine that. She was determined to do better, but had no idea H. Most technology was ruined <laughs> by even close proximity to magic. And wizards seemed impervious to all laws of nature. Thatcher was frustrated by her powerlessness. Wait, that that means wizards don't poop. (laughs) But they have bathrooms. No, they have bathrooms, not chamber pots. Dude, she's in a... No, they do have chamber pots because at one point Dumbledore said something about it, I think. But... The the, the chamber pot cleaning or something, I forget. Or no, no, it was a chamber pot. The rumor requirement became a room for... pans as well. Yes. Also... Moaning Myrtle haunts a toilet. (laughs) Most powerful woman in all of Britain, save perhaps Her Majesty, and yet she could do nothing to prevent the hundreds of deaths that she knew about which had the magic war. There was a loud pop, and the source of most of Thatcher's irritation herself appeared. Minister for Magic Millicent Bagnold. The woman was even more disheveled after a moment's examination. Which usually happened in the presence of Margaret Thatcher. you look at Magic Margaret Thatcher. Thatcher realized the woman was clearly drunk and beaming with happiness. This is you. Oh. Oh, Margaret, we won! (laughs) 
It's over. This bloody awful war is finally over. The woman nearly shouted. Well, nearly shouted. <laughs> Stumbling over and giving Thatcher a clumsy embrace over the stiffening. Thatcher stood and set the witch on her feet. The stiffening. The stiffening of Thatcher. <laughs> the stiffening of Thatcher. Band name called it. What do you mean we've won? Are you saying you finally defeated Voldemort? How? What forces will you finally give? What? Will you finally give me a disposition? Dispensation? Dispensation? Oh, dispensation of your forces and capabilities. What resistance will linger? Isn't dispensation a time frame or... Dispensation is payment. <laughs> what forces will you pay me, bitch? <laughs> Now you know why I, why I voice Maggie such. <laughs> a look of sadness came over the minister's face, and she slumped uninvited into a chair that she flicked with the flicked over with the wave of her wand. <laughs> you know who attempted the family early this evening? Attempted the family early. This That's week? what the lines say. <laughs> Lily and James Potter, two of our best. They resisted, but he overcame them. When he got to their child, a boy of only one, somehow his rebounded. He defeated himself in the end, though we still don't know how. I'm just saying, Lily and James tried to resist, but he overpowered him. You know who. (laughs) Taking a moment to think, Thatcher carefully sat back in her own chair. I see. And the rest of his forces, I was led to believe they were quite extensive and powerful. Oh, we're sorting it out now, (coughs) Bagnall declared, waving a hand with a dismissive air. Without the Dark Lord, they've scattered. (laughs) You better, Brady. (laughs) (laughs) They are no threat now. (laughs) That's what many a woman has thought after cutting off an adder's head. Only for the severed thing to bite fatally, even in, even in its death's throes. Okay, there's no apostrophe in that version of its, but Thatcher thought, but O smiled. <laughs> but O smiled. She was relieved. Perhaps this nightmare was finally over. It wasn't. A few nights later, Bagnold was back bum, bum, bum. to discuss the capture of Sirius Black, a terrorist in the service of the Dark Lord who hadn't given up the fight. He'd a wizard. And t- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I just fucking spittled all over the screen. He'd a, he'd a wizard. He, H-E apostrophe D, a wizard. He would a wizard. He'd a wizard. <laughs> and t- he was at one point a wizard. He did indeed a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> And 12 civilians who the minister gave the disparaging disparaging label of muggle, a word that always irked Thatcher, just like, you know. Wait, a racial (laughs) slur irked Thatcher? Bagnold admitted that more attacks would but that the Aurors would soon have things sorted out. As Thatcher climbed the stairs to her bedchamber, which was probably still empty and musty just like her cooter, she noticed a new young man with red hair on guard duty in the uniform of the SAS. Not the uniform of an SAS blank, but uniform of the 
SAS. <laughs> Though normally Metropole, guarding of the guarding of the MP with the terrorist threat SAS, had stepped in to bolster her protection. Bloody wizards and the bloody magics. <laughs> Thatcher snarled with her vagina, thinking it was Stop. under her breath. <laughs> <laughs> it was out of all the other universes. What? Just a tad louder than she'd empty of all the universes. Someone's second cousin. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Let's, co- let's go over that one more time. It was, comma, out of the other universes, comma, just a ta- tad louder than she, apostrophe D, empty. I assume intended, but still, yeah. even if she wrote that, they wrote that. She'd intended of all the universes, comma. comma. Someone's second cousin, comma, instead of becoming an accountant, comma, had become a soldier instead. Oh, okay. It was, okay, so out of any other universe that this happened in, this person would have been an accountant other than a soldier. Thank you. That was fucking weird. <laughs> Magic, ma'am? The soldier said, somewhat shocked. You don't mean the terrorists. No, sorry. Forget I said anything, ma'am. First day on duty and all that. Thatcher read his name tag. Corporal, Corporal what do you know about magic? She demanded. Zip. Oh, nothing, ma'am. Just children's fancy stuff. Nonsense, really. Pruitt answered nervously. The man was obviously lying. Thatcher's eyes narrowed. You mentioned the terrorists. Attack today, oops. <laughs> but it wasn't a terrorist attack, was it? Uh, she splayed. Then what was it, ma'am? Magic! Tell me truthfully, yes or no, do you know about magic? Ten minutes later, Corporal Pruitt and Thatcher were alone in her office having a whispered conversation over Zip. gin and tonic, which is probably the only male that she ever had a whispered conversation with drinking gin and tonic in that office. Oh, God, do I have to try and whisper now? <laughs> I'm a squib, ma'am. That's the offspring of a normally magic family that hasn't any magic, I mean. It's rare in the blood, you know. I'm sure you have some Pru- magic. Pruitt was gazing into his ST drink, <laughs> A sour expression on his face. His, his, his street drink. <laughs> I know about the war. Plenty of squibs killed by that right old bastard. I can at least defend myself. Went until the paratroopers did. A gun can kill a little wizard dead. Same as any man. Is that a high True, <laughs> if they know what they're doing and you don't get to the drop on them, it can be a devil of a thing. That but is a, a haiku! Holy, which part? I'm a squid man. Which... No, 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 no. Uh, went in, went into the paratroopers. Did well. That's a little too many. Uh, that's a seven. All so right. And a I gun can kill a wizard. Dead know is a five. About the war. No, no, no. Uh, I can at least the fuck. At the defense part is, but but went to the paratroopers. I did is the seven. And a gun can kill a wizard. Dead. No, that's seven. Fuck. <laughs> Same as any. Man. Okay, so that's the five. Went in. Oh. I don't think we're. Yeah. Into the no. Fuck! It's almost. It's almost. Anyway. <laughs> Maybe with the work of a great editor, it could have been an excellent haiku thrown in there. Or ah. Uh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But oh, I should. Uh, we'll finish this a little bit first before I give the. It's your turn. Remember, a, it ends oh, at but a bully. Oh, but a bully. Okay. Devil of a thing, About but a bully. A bully. <laughs> 
the name of this is Harry Potter and the Iron Lady. So yes, I was expecting more of a reaction when you read Maggie Thatch. <laughs> really? That's your ass. A bullet can kill a wizard. How hard would it be for someone without magic to kill a wizard? Not that hard, actually. That's why they went into hiding. Us muggles. The non-magic folk, that is. We're, we're wiping them out in the medieval times. Bows and arrows, all that can kill a wizard or witch. Especially if they have a wand. Guns would give them even more trouble, I should think. Well, yeah, because you can't see it. You're not a fucking Jedi. Jedi couldn't even stop a bullet. <laughs> then why haven't they involved us against these dark wizards? Thatcher demanded. A few people with the right know-how could have saved the lives of thousands... Thousand. Thousand last ten years. <laughs> and we with a good editor, this might have been an okay story. Countermeasures protected our civilians, our white <laughs> straight civilians. Truth be told, I think the wizards still think we're in medieval times. They don't know anything about modern weaponry or electricity in general. Most can't even doctor operate any sort of machinery. Doctorate. <laughs> DR, <laughs> the really complex stuff sorts out when wizards are around it too much, but most of it still works. I don't know why, really. I grew you, but when it became wait, clear... Wait, wait, I grew you? Yeah, I grew you. Ooh, he created But when it became that, clear <laughs> I was never going to be a wizard, I was disowned, sent off to a private school. I was so bitter about it, I nearly became an accountant of a well. There was this girl... <laughs> <laughs> and she was sweet on Soldier Boy. So here I am. Married her three months ago, actually. Indeed. This bears further investigation, Corporal. I want you to find those of these squibs. <laughs> and any other open-minded sort for later. <sighs> Who would be interested in a new force? If there is another wizard war, I don't want us unprepared for it. For a moment, Corporal Pruitt hesitated. This went against everything he had been raised to believe. But then he remembered all the Christmases spent alone, TH reception from his family, and the way everyone he had once loved looked at him now like an animal. Pruitt, the accountant, would have taken it in the butt. Pruitt's... Pruitt the soul to stand up for himself. I'll do it, ma'am. Chapter, Chapter one. It shouldn't hurt to be a child. Zip. <laughs> one year after the end of the first Wizarding World, then simply called the War by the majority of the magical community, the savior of magic. Eighteen th different <laughs> fucking names for candy, but no, it's just the War. Magic fizz bizzles with their whizzing wing bangs. The War. <laughs> <laughs> he was, let's see. The savior of magical Britain was squalling in a broom cupboard under the stairs. He was alone again as his supposed caregivers doted upon their brat of a son. Dudley was crying because one of his toys had been taken by his two-year-old cousin. The boys were of an age and it was perfectly natural that the young Harry Potter had wanted to stick one of Dudley's abandoned blocks into his own mouth to see what made them so fun. Whoa. These are two-year-olds. That is terrible. 
Yeah, that's a choking hazard. Dudley was spoiled rotten by his parents and hated to share. When he cried, they placed all the blame on little Harry, which probably was his fault. Mr. Dursley had warmed Harry's bottom. Whoa. <laughs> Causing the toddler to squeal. I would adult! Hope. Adult! We need, an, we need another adult! <laughs> and Mr. Dursley's hand to suddenly inflate like a balloon. He engorged it... himself by, by warming young Harry's bottom. Let's see. Living it rather ineffective as a paddle. Harry had been That's shut in the Harry closet. <laughs> Harry had been shut in the closet. Dudley consoled with well, biscuits. Well, it is the Thatcher era. <laughs> and Mr. <laughs> I'm sorry, that made my soul fucking... <laughs> Come on. That was fucking good. That was awesome. <laughs> Dudley consoled with biscuits and That's Mr. So Dursley with a cold beer. Petunia Dursley was doing her best to pretend that she didn't have a magical nephew. Shh, I'm sorry, Bobby. And knew nothing at all about magic in general. All in all, it was a typical day for the Dursleys. You sure about this? It doesn't look terribly magical to me, Sergeant. Major Thomas McAllister, Special Air Service, remarked as the car pulled into Privet Drive. That's because it isn't. Uh, this is Pruitt, the same guy from... This is Pruitt, Jacob. Oh, it. Yes. The, uh, this will be pure. Oh, okay. So, okay, gotcha. Just so you know. That's because it isn't. Young Potter was adopted by his only living relative, Petunia Dursley. Husband's a drill maker. She's a housewife. Yeah, yes. They're norms, just like you and me. Sergeant Charles Pruitt repeated, for the officer's sake, or Saki. For the reader's <laughs> sake. <laughs> Thomas grunted. Oh, that T and Thomas didn't capitalize. Nodding in understanding. Oh, that was me. I accidentally oh. deleted. No, this is not their fault. I got this because of the website. It wouldn't let you copy-paste. So I mm -hmm. went to the page source. So it had like the open-close brackets with uh. the P's. That was my fault. I, I highlighted the T. This is not their fault. That That is all me. There. I will not let them take shit for things that aren't their fault. A lot of this is their fault. That lowercase T was mine. <laughs> Thomas grunted, nodding and understanding. He had no experience with magic in practice. But in theory, the Special Air Service and Britain's other Special Force branches had known something was up since 1971. That's yeah, called Coke. <laughs> when the first major magical... Mas first major magical massacre had occurred. <laughs> A massacre? Well, that's massacre. No. What is that? Um, what movie is that? A massacre? Oh, what was that? Um, no, you're just saying massacre wrong. No. Bob, it's in a movie. Okay, um, but that doesn't change the fact that I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, I'll find it later. Sure. Massacre. Had occurred. <laughs> Massacre had occurred. Personally, <sighs> Major Thomas had lost a brother to the Wizard War. His brother had been a norm, but that hadn't kept him out of the Dark Wizard's line of fire. Getting a special dispensation from the PM to actually do something had been a godsend. Actually, several detachments working in absolute secrecy had been formed to investigate magical countermeasures and tactics. As it turned out, there were a few squibs in Britain's armed forces who had been rather forthcoming about their magical world when assured they wouldn't be given a psychiatric discharge. Already Britain's norms, as they had taken to calling themselves, they had started calling themselves already Britain's norms? 
Yeah, that should be uh what a uh, semicolon. Yep. Yeah. We're far better prepared for another or conflict from statement. or with the magical world. <laughs> One step along that path was young Harry Potter, the only individual to survive a magical assault, and from the so-called Dark Lord. If he could be stayed in a humane, controlled way, perhaps they would gain some further advantage. Sounds of young children's wells were clearly audible from the drive as the car pulled up. Both men were in civilian suits, not uniform, and Sergeant Pruitt grimaced at the noise. Oh, come off it, lad. What was what was his voice? Uh, yeah, come off it, lad. <laughs> yeah, see? Come off it, lad. That's the sound you'll be getting uh, used to in just a few years, eh? Once you started having your own with the sex. Thomas said, grinning ear to ear. He had a young daughter at home, Rebecca, who had gone through her terrible twos with great gusto. They've got another lad, Dudley, don't they? I imagine the two little tacks are get along famously. Sounds bloody <laughs> like it, Pruitt muttered, uh, prov- provoking <laughs> another chuckle from the major. When they knocked on the, do- on the door, Under- their only greeting was a great bellow from inside. I'll let you be, Vernon. We don't bloody want any go away! Figured you'd have fun being burning. That provoked raised eyebrows from the soldiers, but the major bellowed back. We're from the government, sir! You better come answer the door yourself, or I'll break it down, by God! I have no idea what his voice (laughs) is supposed to be. There was the sound of a scuffle inside as the children's cries intensified. A loud banging could be heard, along with mutters of, Stop it, you little menace! Feed and clothe you, and this is all the things I get? Bloody magic. It's a kind of bloody magic. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> he's broken him in half. <laughs> oh, God, he should be fucking. <laughs> fucking JR. <laughs> mm. The joviality on the Major's face vanished, replaced by a brief stormy scowl that smoothed into a neutral expression. <clears throat> the sergeant inwardly flinched, then schooled his face into an equally neutral expression. To most, the soldiers' faces would look blank, but to a careful observer, the truth behind the masks could be discerned. It was a killing face. Oh my god, that's so up its butt. The door opened to reveal the rotund and flushed Mr. Dursley. Did it just come? (laughs) Yes, what is it? You've upset the children, making such a bloody racket. Just what the devil do you think? Mr. Dursley, what about the NSPCC? Whatever the fuck that means. We've come to investigate reports of children. Uh, for uh, blah, 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 blah. We've come to investigate reports of child abuse at this residence. The major stated, causing Dursley to go suddenly pale. You are Mr. Vernon Dursley, aren't you? Vernon Dursley? Vernon Dursley, huh? Fuck me. You are Mr. Vernon... This because I don't know his fucking voice. You're Mr. Vernon Dursley, <laughs> are you not? We're here to see about your nephew, Harry Potter. I like the R roll, the rolling of the R's in there. Harry Potter. (laughs) A few minutes later, Sergeant Pruitt was taking a statement from Petunia and Vernon while Dudley continued to cry because he's a fat, hairy bitch. Harry had stopped as soon as the Major had picked him up and was now hiccuping as the big Scott carefully dried the young boy's tears. A quick inspection of the child showed bruising both old and new on his legs and buttocks, an old scar in the odd shape of a lightning bolt, Signs of neglect and possibly malnutrition. The lad was underweight and filthy as if he hadn't been washed in days. 
His hair was matted with grease oh. and filth, and the clothes were soiled due to the lack of changing. This is me, yeah, actually. That's you. Oops. Yep. Oh, it's supposed to be Scottish. <laughs> have a look at this one, Sergeant. Or have a look at the other one, Sergeant. Wow, no, fuck that noise. This guy's never going to have a voice. <laughs> <laughs> Just do like a, uh, do like a uh, what, what, what? Sean Connery. No, I, I, I haven't done Sean Connery in ages. Uh, <laughs> Said many a woman. <laughs> have a look at the other one, Sergeant. Wow, no. We're just going to keep playing in this wheelhouse. Fuck me. <laughs> Thomas ordered his voice cold. The Dursleys da- uh, babbled their story, odd happenings. The boy was cursed. He was a monster who tormented their lovely son. Thomas had Dudley pegged as a spoiled brat as soon as he laid eyes on him, an overweight pig of a boy who had received all the love and care Harry had not. Thomas's voice shook with barely contained rage as he put the now-content Harry back on his shoulder. Right, them both up. Right, them both up. There you go. The lad comes with us. Leave the piggy. (laughs) (coughs) But we... No, that's... but we. Oh, but we. But we. I heard another word out of your worthless mouth, Dursley. And I'll damn well knock your teeth in. I don't care that the boy made your hands swear with magic. That's your foolish story as it sounds. As foolish a story as I sound that wasn't their fault. <laughs> You certainly deserve this much, that much worse. The boy has been beaten and locked in a small dark room. <laughs> With that, brother Kerr, be careful. Your son seems to be in good health. So I don't question your ability to parent whole. <laughs> Obviously, your nephew isn't welcome here. We'll find somewhere he is. Uh, <laughs> he became a pirate captain. <laughs> he did. <laughs> I don't need to see a badge at least. I can't have a stranger taking my beloved nephew away without proper papers. Vernon Dursley, Dursley managed, though he seemed to choke on the beloved. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> the papers were produced, as were the badges. The SAS were, was nothing if not prepared. And the men had initially planned to come as NSPCC agents here to award the Dursleys a catch prize and an invitation to an exclusive clinic for checkups on Harry. They also yeah, had badges. <laughs> they also had badges for Metro Police and their own military IDs. Real NSPCC agents would be on the scene shortly for a more thorough, thorough assessment. But Thomas wasn't leaving Harry there another minute. Whatever idiot had placed him in this abusive hellhole was on Thomas's permanent shit list. There was no excuse to put a child in an abusive home. Not ever. You did what? The PM's voice sounded shocked and a little irritated at the major. And Thomas grimaced at, pa- at Pruitt, who was giving young Harry a little milk they'd picked up at the gas station on their way back to HQ. He was being bitten. Yeah, that's... I <laughs> know. He was being abused. He was being abused. Bitten. <laughs> Left to scream his little head off in the dark closet. <laughs> it not cleaned and fed properly. He smeared no sheets. Shite. <laughs> Where the fuck was I? I couldn't leave. I couldn't leave him there, ma'am. I am sorry. 
There is a silence for a moment, then... Well, I guess I suppose it's for the best. (laughs) Then I suppose, yeah. All those people being investigated. Oh, yes, (laughs) ma'am. To be honest, they did have at least some reason. The lad obviously has magic. Vernon Dursley's hand was swelled up three times its normal size and made silly squacking noises like a rubber toy. I can understand their fear, but to make out the child is wrong. To take it out. To make out. To take it out on the child is wrong. He couldn't help it. He couldn't help it. (laughs) Oh. I'm no longer doing a, a uh, woefully wrong help. Scottish accent. I'm now doing a woefully wrong human accent. <laughs> Should we find a magical family to take him in then? That must... Oh, the the, <laughs> the, the must know. The must... Yeah. The must know how to deal with such a thing. That's your ass. Even though there's no question mark at the end of that thing. Sure. <laughs> There's a comma. <laughs> Sergeant Pruitt chimed in. Not necessarily, ma'am. Many magical children are raised by me, uh, norms. Often unaware. Most people just blow it off when magic does happen, which is fairly rare. As long as the child is well taken care of, there shouldn't be any issue. He can be placed with the NSPCC to find a good home. Actually, ma'am, <laughs> I think I might take the take in. My wife and I, well, we have a little girl, Rebecca. <laughs> she is three. And the right of my life. But we want a son as well. We're greedy pricks. <laughs> we can't. The pregnancy was complicated. And the doctor says, is what happens when you have sex with your cousin. <laughs> and, the, and the doctor says, I have another child. <laughs> will likely kill me, Alice. <laughs> Taking her again wouldn't be any trouble at all for us. And I guarantee he'd receive better care. I'd treat him like one of my own. No, again, this is no longer Scottish. <laughs> this is just something. <laughs> I swear it. Even if he does inflate my hands like a balloon, then it just makes my dick feel really small and fun. Squeaky, squeaky. (laughs) (laughs) And tactically, it would make sense as well. Thatcher agreed. We'd be able to test the boy all we wanted and perhaps raise a wizard on our side. True. Apparently the lad is something of a hero to the Maggies. Maggies. Ma- not Maggies. <laughs> Maggie Simpson fucking adores him. And you do apparently as well. <laughs> Get it, Maggie? <coughs> wow, my throat is just unflimmed now. Good. Oh, so the sergeant tells me. I hate to think of a child as a tool, but it could work to our advantage, Zip. 
Not to mention that he would need a good home. Very well, Major. I don't know why she turned German there at the end. <laughs> Und Major! <laughs> Und Major! Because it's Margaret Thatcher. Where is she doing that day? That's a proper bear bus? I'll draw up and make everything legal. Will you need your any assistance? Period. <laughs> Question mark. All right. Oh, shoot. So that was the first... The main reason, Jake, I hope you can understand why I wanted this to be the subject. Margaret Thatcher is painted in a not horrible light. She is painted as somebody who cares about an, about a minority. But... Even though she plans on using that minority... Perfectly in keeping own. with Margaret Thatcher, she turns him into a living weapon. I kind of want to read the rest of it, but I don't want to read 55 pages of weirdly written shit. It's true. We'll have to we'll have to branch out to other like also less flimmy endeavors. We'll have to we'll have to branch out to other pop culture universes and find fanfic that so you'll have to find like maybe some Doctor like Who Cowboy Bebop or... Spike X Ed. <laughs> or Ein, I mean Ein, not Ed. Ew. Yeah. Kid was like 12. Ew. <laughs> no. So now you can broaden out. Maybe find some Trigun fanfic for Claywell. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's gonna be a bitch to fucking uh, normalize. Holy shit! Nice. I, that whole whatever that was, Jacob. Jesus fuck! This whole episode is gonna be me rambling, ain't it? You what? Me rambling. Cause even oh fuck! I need to turn on that light. Hi, Annie Boo. Hi, Boo Bears. Oh, how's the Boo Bears? How's the Boo Bears? You and your oh. little pouty lip. Hi, buddy. Jesus. That was awesome, though. I could not think of a fucking voice. <laughs> but on the bright side, I did feel bad if I was going to have to do a fucking a bastardization of a Scottish accent. So I decided to do a bastardization from a human. No, actually, you started out really well with the I Scottish accent, but... I don't even remember. I, I liked the voice originally. I think it was supposed to be a noir detective. But then it... What, what, sir? Oh, speaking of which, they're re-releasing L.A. Noire. Noire? L.A. Noire? Not Noir? You can hear me move my legs, couldn't you? <laughs> you can hear me thinking about kicking you. I could see it in your fucking pink face. <laughs> That's awesome. You <laughs> said fucking look just... And then I was looking and I heard your feet shovel across the carpet. I was like, that motherfucker knew I was thinking about kicking Jake, how long have I known you my entire life? I know when you're about to fucking hit me. Oh, shit. That's awesome, dude. I love it. That is great. I'm fucking in tears, bitch. Uh, all right. So, I really wish you could read my shit writing. Or you had your own What the Fuck Potters. Oh, that's up to you. Start reading the books. Make your own what the fuck, Potters. Because, Jake, this whole episode is going to be me talking. Granted, it makes... I was talking also. True. But I was giving it the all. <laughs> you were. Let me see if I can read your shit. No, you can't. All the way down to the bottom. Let's see. It's the second serious one. 
Oh, yeah. Sirius they, gave Harry... No, 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 guys, guys. We are continuing on with What the Fuck Potter. At this point, it's now Christmas time. After the first task. Yeah, you can't read it. Nope. Sirius gave Harry a knife that can undo any knot. Yeah, it's called a knife. <laughs> <laughs> Alexander the Great, bitches. <laughs> is better if you read it because you can you actually react <laughs> well here i'll keep going where's I, okay. the next page oh jake um oh you don't want to oh this honey is, okay. i don't care i can read it bob okay i always said it. that's why i should be an english teacher because i can read shit writing i seriously feel sorry for the book neville he's given <laughs> the book that helps harry but doesn't get to be used he asks Jenny out and steps all over her feet. Say what you will about Mike Newell's interpretation of the material. That was the director. Oh, okay. Dumbledore politely asking Harry while shaking him violently. No, no, no you skipped. No, right there. You put oh, it in. Oh, was it just the end? Say what you will about his. Yeah. Oh. It was in character. Oh, yeah, right Dumbledore. Okay, yeah. yeah. He made Neville great. Motherfucker strolled in late on the night of a party, and you just know he, he got a. Good snog on. Hell, maybe a magical handy. <laughs> Levy on, sir. <laughs> oh, shit. Levy, uh, Levy, uh, sir. <laughs> uh, no, I'll get no, this I want to keep reading it. No, let me keep reading it. That's uh, no, good no, stuff. This one I actually kind of... Uh, you want to read <laughs> the other ones you did? Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I actually forgot that shit about Alexander the Great, so that's kind of awesome you I have that. said it once. I have said it a hundred times. I do not want to think about Hagrid's tiny, tiny dad plowing a 20-foot-tall, <laughs> at least, lady. Nor do I want to think about the inverse. God, that poor woman. <laughs> Dude, he, he must have been like, he must have had like a snake trail behind him as he walked to be able to, to nail a 20-foot giantess. How in the name of Professor Dippet did Harry not think of Accio the map when he was stuck in the stairs? Sure, stressful situation. There's only one L in stressful, by the way, oh, Bob. Oh, Jake, I run super, I, re, I write I, super fucking fast. I don't care. Sure, stressful situation, but he drilled the move so hard. <laughs> that sounded so wrong. <laughs> I think that's what you meant. Yeah, he drilled the move so hard. Okay, but it should see, at least be content. at the front of his... Lobe at all times. When Hagrid is bagging on Maxime's excuse of being tall, big wow. bones, I'll give her big bones, Hagrid has multiple... What? I don't know. Fuck. I'm going to start reading them. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> Hagrid has multiple All right. Something. When Hagrid is bagging on Maxime, uh, at Maxine's excuse of being uh, tall, big bones, I'll give her I'll big give bones. her big bones. <laughs> no, that would be your dad, Hagrid. <laughs> Hagrid has multiple... What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck, Bob? That's what I'm saying. Oh! Okay, Mivonks. Uh, that, I realized I was making a Farscape reference, and oh. I'm just gonna... No, that was bad. So let's Dude, just... I'll keep reading. I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> Think about this, Jake. Think about how much Dobby would nut if he knew there was a monthly socks club online. <laughs> oh. Well, I guess they were after his time. <laughs> oh, dude. Got a one-way ticket to hell. 
Oh, that's terrible. Oh, you're such an ass. Bad Bob. Okay, this is more Snape hate. Not only is he bully, not is he a bully of the shittiest caliber, but to to tell a child he will drug him, take away all of his agency, and have his way with them. Really doesn't paint him in any kind of light that you want a fucking educator to be in. It doesn't matter who you are. He basically said, hey, kid, I'm going to drug and rape you. Might be mentally, but guess what? I'm still fucking taking away every ounce of agency you have. Why do people like Snape? I don't know, dude. Nobody should ever like this disgusting piece of shit. And hell, I'll skip ahead. There is actually a point. I One tiny little paragraph, I don't hate him in order. When he's describing the owls, the way he's explaining it, like, yeah, sure. After this year, most of you, you're fucked up. You're not going to be here because you have to blah, 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 blah. But until that happy time when we're parted, I expect to see the same kind of dedication or the same kind of perfection that I've come to see. That's an educator right there. No matter how, no matter what, if this is your last year with me, oh well. I'm still going to expect the absolute best of you. However, it was sandwiched between fuck you Harry Potter neener neener boo boo and fuck you Harry Potter neener neener boo boo. Which is true. For what? For one gleaming second, he actually seemed like a teacher. Then he went back to being a disgusting pervert. I was kind of hoping in that uh, that fanfic theater there was going to be a Voldemort, so you could be Harvey Voldy or Voldy Firestein. I was uh, hoping for some Voldy Firestein. Have I ever? Uh, okay, I believe we I touched on this again, but when Sirius is going over the story of Azkaban and Crouch about how he saw him, <clears throat> and I remember I brought up the fact that you know picture a Dementor with a fucking apron because, you know, they have to be the cooks. They have to do everything. But I now want you to picture something else. They also buried the bodies. Picture a Dementor with a shovel. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. Oh, shit. That's pretty good. Working in a coal mine, going down, down. I'm sorry. No, sing one one of them Negro spirituals. (laughs) Like Camp Town Races. Or Camp Town Ladies. Camp Town Races. Or Ladies. Town Ladies. I never got my kids. Jake. No, no, please, no. I have to edit another uh, too much of us making horrible noises with our mouth holes. (laughs) Dude, no joke. We were talking. There were people like it. So me and some of the older people in the the debt were talking about uh, Blazing Saddles last weekend because there are people who haven't seen Blazing Saddles. So so weird. And I'm like, what? So So we just started quoting and we were we were just making cracking ourselves up. That's not how you get people to watch Blazing Saddles. Watch any comedy is by quoting it. Are we awake? I don't know. Are we black? Black? (laughs) Yes, we are. We are awake. (laughs) We are very confused. (laughs) Gene Wilder is it? Was it was? He's dead now. I think he's dead. Did he? Didn't he die? Like last? I think so. Yeah. Fucking treasure, man. Dude, seriously. Oh, he's so amazing in that movie. Okay. And I was kind of laughing because I did. Okay. Again. Dear viewers, these were written in August, okay? 
early August. So I haven't looked at these in months. What do we just do? A giant, a uh, <clears throat> a work line ditty. All right. The next, <clears throat> fuck. <clears throat> the, next, <clears throat> the very next entry. Do Dementors have work time dirges? <laughs> what would they be, and do they harmonize? That is quite literally the next thing, Jake. They do not harmonize. Let's see. Because their their existence isn't harmonious. Huh? Ah, right, right? Yeah. So that means they wouldn't sing in general then. Would they would they sing the cure? Would all their would all their work time songs be like say, Morrissey be so, or the cure? I was gonna say they'd be so kind of more nihilistic than Oh god, what if like they get together, it's like it's always gonna all cure all day, baby. And then one Dementor shows up, it's like, here's another one. It's like, okay, Monday, I don't Oh fuck. It's been a while since I uh, Let's see, no, it's uh Sunday never No, it uh, starts no. out Monday. Let's see. Monday Let's see. Uh it's uh Monday, you can't fall apart. Tuesday, Tuesday Wednesday, Wednesday, break your heart. Yeah. Oh, Thursday doesn't even start. It's Friday. I'm in love. <laughs> oh, that would be fucking hilarious. I'll probably do just one more, cause it's been a, it's been a hard day's night, Jacob. Um, okay context harry's left in uh dumbledore's office he sees the pensive pensive pen, pen, the pinchi the the pinchetsti pinchetsith all right but he wanted to touch it but four years at hogwarts taught him touching is bad so instead of touching it he shoves his face in it how the fuck has Voldemort not killed him yet? <laughs> oh, that's funny, dude. Oh, also, I'll I'll do this just because it's uh, it's one more. Harry must have grown up in Utah. You know why? I say that for one specific reason. I was reading this article about a thing that Utah teens do specifically within the LDS culture, right? Dude, they do this thing where they dip their wiener in, and then they just lay there. Like, no motion or anything. But you're still in a sexual act. Precisely, but they're like, nope, it doesn't count. Technically, even a handy is a sexual act. And they're like, nope, it doesn't count. So they just like, not even just a tip, like full insertion and just let it sit there. Because no motion equals no sex. That's actually more boring than normal planking. (laughs) Right? It's like, dude, you're already there. If you've already, if you break Red, any like, green, sort of, if you break <laughs> like any sort of hymen, or if you're just Not like even fully that. inserted, insertion period. Some people their hymen don't break. Yep. Some they broke when they sneezed. It. It's probably her ass. Did somebody poo or fart. That's her ass, Jake. And you're a lady. You don't stink though. Uh, Jake. She needs to get expressed like daily. <laughs> Who looks like one of the bad guys from Fifth Element? God, dude, yeah, I smell it too. It smells like actual dookie, though. Not just a fart. Oh, I'm going to have to look, find that in a minute. I really hope she farted. Or it's She's her, been sitting right here, so. Or it's her do-butt. 
Because, no, Oliver wouldn't just poop. Look at that face. He's so cute. All right. Anyway. This last one is technically connected, so we're going to end on this one. Jake, do you ever not picture cum when the memory, when Dumbledore pulls a memory out of his head in a white, smoky bit? It's always yeah. cum. It's mind jizz. Yep, pretty much. That's the way I always saw it, Bob. Don't worry. What are you, Ollie, you got to at least take me to dinner first. <laughs> the well, subtitle of this it. book, Jake, because of that, is Harry Potter and the Lemon Party. <laughs> oh, Oliver, your tail is picking up. You dick waffle. So, yeah, that's about going to do it for this episode of A Brother's Quarrel. If you have any fanfics you'd like to have us read, I I mean, I feel so sorry for you if you want to hear us read some more shit, but <laughs> go ahead. You can, I, uh, you can, uh, you can send it to us through Twitter. How can they Twitter us? Yeah. <laughs> At ABQ podcast. Capital A, capital B, capital Q podcast. <laughs> podcast. <laughs> There's always the email, brothersquirrel at gmail.com. This, honestly, that would be the, the best page. way. Because a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, f- uh, what's the word, fanfic sites, they have share functionality through email. Just quickly send us that email. Because it's kind of fun. It was kind of fun considering it was the entire opening segment. I need to add the the show's email to this phone. Yes. And, and that, also the Twitter Best account. part about Google, man. All those fucking addresses. So, until next time, we here at A Brother's Quarrel would like to remind you that no one ever truly wins an argument. No, that is... That was so bad. Was mine that bad? No, I don't know what mine's that bad.